Bloop, Man, bloop, 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 bloop. the Sorry. Warriors and the Bucks advanced to the second round yesterday. The 76ers and the Suns advanced today. And Doc Rivers avoids losing a big series lead. Wow. Again, for now. I'm Rosa Panta. <laughs> this is the Clinic All NBA Podcast. I have the two hooligans with me again. JJ, how you living, my friend? Feeling good. Feeling great. <laughs> Gary Payton. Or Jason Kidd. What else? Oh, John, how you living, my friend? I am living great. None of them. Sammy Neighbor. Yeah. Just playing Sammy. <laughs> Shout out, Shaq. I'm going to go Shout with... Out. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go with the glove. Oh. Unpopular opinion, but I think I'm going to go with the glove. Okay. All right. Defense RJ, wins championships. RJ, our producer, I'm going to bring you into this, man. I'm also, I'm also go with the glove too, man. The glove. Okay, JJ. Who are you picking? Oh, dude. I thought it would be like, you know, 50-50. It's the glove though. The glove. Oh, really? That's so crazy. I'm going J-Kid, man. That's where I'm going. But anyway, let's talk about some basketball here. The 76ers eliminate the Toronto Raptors and basically Doc Rivers, like I said earlier, avoids a series letdown after being up 3-0. Doc Rivers has a history of losing big leads. In total, here's his history. He's lost three 3-1 leads. He's lost three 3-2 leads and one 2-0 leads. He was asked about this, boys. And I just want to ask you guys, is Doc Rivers closing out the Raptors does that mean that like those skeletons are gone? Like we could start trusting Doc Rivers here? What do you guys think? Hell as, no. Hell no, as John would say. <laughs> hell no. Why? Why is that? Hell no! I mean, I can give you reasons why it, we shouldn't trust him, but I'll, 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 uh, I'll keep it short. I mean, he, like you said, he has a history of losing leads, big ones in playoff series and like he almost lost this one he was close one half away from losing this one yes his team picked it up in the second half but honestly this game shouldn't it even it should have should it have even come to game six no absolutely not should have been a sweep and for me it's yeah he did win he didn't choke it but that is the least he could have done the very least an nba coach and granted a 15 greatest of all time coach not my vote, other people's votes. <laughs> wow. Like, that shouldn't even be a question. They should have won one game at most, but it should have been a sweep. I mean, JJ, do you agree with me? I totally agree, man. And, you know, under the circumstances too, you have Scotty Barnes coming, coming back from injury. You had Fred Van Vliet out with injury and people are already questioning if you could close it out. And he was really defensive last night. I don't know if you guys got the press conference, but he's like, you have to look into the context of the situation, tell the whole story about it. It's like, hey man, all you had to say was, we're two games away. We just gotta take care of business and that's that. But the fact that he did lose two games with all these issues from the Raptors and the health concerns, injuries, it's a concern. It's the opening round. It's only gonna get difficult. So 
Like John said, top 15, that's my nickname for Duck. He has yet to prove it. And there's a long way to go. Yeah, I feel like the 76ers were so were so lopsided with talent. I mean, they're starting five Maxi, Harden, Embiid, Harris, and Green. Like, are you are you scared of any of the Raptors really? Like Siakam, he can't really get his own shot, really. Gary Trent Jr. is like a third-year player who's like been good, but I don't trust him in a playoff. Scotty Barnes is a rookie. OG Adenobi, he's a good like role player. Like they should have put this team away in at least five, right? Five at the max. So I yeah. I still don't trust Doc, and which leads me to ask you guys: the next round, Doc Rivers has to go against Eric Spolstra and that Heat team. Do you guys think that the 76ers team can can take down the Heat? Because they have championship aspirations after making that Harden trade. I think I the Heat are clear favorites, actually. The Heat! Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're going like Drake, Drake mode, saying favorite. that he's yeah. that they're going to get swept. No, I wouldn't go that far. But I know series are are different, you know? It's a, it's a different series. You kind of throw this one away, regardless of what the record is. But the Heat, I think they are under. They're go, they're going under the radar, and they're playing maybe the best defense in in the rest of the playoffs, other than Boston, maybe. But they are locked in. Mm-hmm. You guys got Hero contributing. Kyle Lowry has been out for I think a few games, but if he comes back healthy, then you have Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. But they they don't have the flashy team but they have a team with a lot of grit and substance. So I'm going to say the Heat in six. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll play the opposing side to it. I do agree with John that I think the Heat, they're going to smack the Sixers. Smack? Wow. If, yeah, if there is a silver lining with the Sixers is that they have two MVP caliber players. Obviously, have Embiid, but he's he has an injury, his thumb, right? So can he maintain his performance with an injury? And that's always been a concern. Going deep in the playoffs with Embiid, he gets tired. That's another concern as well. Can James Harden play MVP caliber? Tonight, he was a plus 38. He had 15 assists and 22 points. So pretty... Pretty damn good performance from Harden, but now you're gonna go against arguably what John said, the first or second best defense in the league. And Jimmy Butler's probably gonna pick you up. Can Harden even play defense against this Miami Heat team? So that's yet to be seen. Tobias Harris, he's been in and out. Danny Green can yeah. be trusted. Maxi's, you know, he's been pretty consistent, but we'll see. Okay, question for you guys. Or under on <laughs> how many games it takes before Doc Rivers throws one of his te- his players under the bus. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and Doc Rivers is probably driving that bus. Hey, hey, hey. Oh man. Okay, I'll give you the I'm number. The, go ahead. Go. I, I got it. Three go. three games over under. Under. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna be nice to Doc on this one. But why why do you say under? Uh, I say well, game two because uh-huh. they're mo- more than likely going to lose game one and two because uh, they're playing at Miami. Ooh, okay. And Doc is going to get a barrage of questions, and I'm sure that he's going to say, 
blank something stupid you could say it, it something stupid yeah he'll say something stupid like Harden or he might even call it Embiid you know it's so funny too like does he not know that the reporters are fishing they're literally going to set him up that's what I would oh, do oh yeah that's it, I mean they need those headliners right yeah so how did you feel about James Harden's performance tonight he scored like four points on zero for 14 shooting <laughs> how do you think i felt is his response going to be he's going to just trash him <laughs> john are you going under or over on that one uh i'm gonna go over at four games game four game four okay i was going yeah. over too i this is what i'm thinking like this is how i think it's gonna go basically the heat are gonna put the smack down on the 76ers and they're gonna be up like 3-0 and then they're gonna lose that fourth game like you said right after four games they're gonna get swept and then that's Ooh. when all hell is gonna loose. break yeah exactly nice. dude just like last year where he's all up in his emotions he's gonna start blaming people left and right except himself which is funny because he says that he's a team guy like he said that in his quote right when he was defending himself for losing big leads and stuff like that anyway let's take us us let's take us off to the next one the Phoenix Suns eliminated the New Orleans Pelicans 115 to 109. Chris Paul had one of the all-time games here. He was literally perfect on the floor, 14 for 14, which sets a playoff record. We have criticized Chris Paul's play before. We've said, I don't know if he could be someone that wins you a championship. Like, we're not sure. Does this performance and this overcoming the Pelicans, does that change your guys' opinion about Chris Paul at all? I mean, Chris Paul is regarded as the point god, so the expectation should be high. So when he falls short of those expectations, I believe our criticism is fair. He came out in a closeout game, went 14 for 14. You could argue that it was the Pelicans. Um, they should have beat them in four, right? But it is playoffs. I'm going to say that. Don't take anything for granted, even though the Pelicans were a, a play-in team, right? Yeah. Without Zion. So, and um, I'll, I just wanted to make one point um, before I let John take it away, which is CJ McCollum. I was on, on YouTube. I was on NBA.com. I was on Bleacher Report and... You uh, Blazer fans are ruthless. Saying vintage CJ performance. Bad oh, term. No. Bad oh, term. no. Scoring us 16 points. One and one. Yeah. So, Blazer so fans, be cool, man. Be cool. I'm from I'm from Portland, Oregon. I, Portland, Oregon holds a place in my heart for sure. And so do Blazer fans. And I have like a Blazer text feed with some people. And they were definitely saying, like, of course, CJ not coming in clutch. Yeah. CJ has always needed Dame in the clutch. Like, all this, like, CJ slander for one series. Anyway. Anyway, I, John, so, what do you think? Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm curious. I'm just looking up CJ McCollum's stats for the, mm -hmm. the last few games. Because I feel like you're, you are Blazer fans, friends. You guys might be a little out of pocket here. I'm going to come to CJ McCollum's defense. Yeah, do it. So he did have 16 points, and he only shot 7 for 16. One but assist. 
one assist. Yeah. But he did he, the the game before that. He had 21. He didn't shoot well at all. Seven for 22. So yeah, okay. But he had 18 points the game three. Um, 30 the, the game before that. 23 the game before that. I mean, he didn't play absolutely terribly. He could have played better. I mean, he is the second best player on that team with Zion hurt. So yeah, I can I can understand it. But he didn't. You know, he didn't put up. I'm trying to think of a good comparison here. He didn't put up a Dennis Schroeder in the Phoenix Suns in the uh, deciding game six last year where he shot like 0 for 8, you know. So he didn't play great, CJ, but he played decent. But yeah, I I understand the criticism. I mean, like he used to be a Blazer, so there's there's more incentive for you guys to talk a little bit of smack. I get it. I'd probably do the same thing. It's all in good fun. But yeah. And you know, if you're... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. Uh, you know, we could talk about Blazers later on. If I'm a Pelicans fan, I'm pretty proud of this team. I'm proud of my coach. True. And I, I have hope for next year about what they could do. The issue now is, what do they do with Zion? Is he yeah. worth holding yeah. onto the asset or trying to no, get what you can? Right. 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 And I think that's that's, you know, you're kind of in a win-win, right? Because if he wants to stay, if you can convince him to stay and be a part of the team and work on his rehab and lose weight and get back to the Zion that he was when he was drafted, that's a win. But on the other verse side of that, if he don't, if he doesn't want to be there, you can trade him. And he still has value in the league because he still is super young. He can be molded into the type of player that can actually be part of a championship team. So I think the Pelicans have a bright future. And I think that CJ McCollum trade was a good one. Yeah, I think it's a good one too. And plus, like taking the this this like iteration of the Phoenix Suns to six games, that's like no joke, dude. Like they were a really great defensive team without Devin Booker. And right. they won a lot of games without Devin Booker um during the season too. So I think that like JJ was saying, this was like a great accomplishment for the Pelicans. And I'm actually really interested to see what they do in the future. But getting to the Suns. No, they have the victory. They're they're moving on to the next round mm-hmm. against the Mavs. We just saw the Mavs beat the the Utah Jazz, which that's a complete train wreck that I'm I just want to avoid talking about. <laughs> you guys think the Mavs stand a chance against the Suns team here? Uh, it's going to be interesting to see because we've always said that the Mavs it's just one star with corresponding role yeah. players, where you have the juggernaut of Booker, CP3, and Aiden. The one thing about, the one thing I do like about the Mavericks is their defense. And they've been balling the past few weeks. Yeah. So can they stop Luka? Who could stop Luka from the the Suns is the question. Well, I think think Luka being injured was almost like a blessing in disguise, dude. Because Mm -hmm. Jalen Brunson, might actually be able to do some damage against the Suns team because now he's, he's probably feeling himself right now because he had some great games with Luka being down. I mean, potentially the Jazz could have swept this team because Luka missed four games, right? And they should have. But Jalen Brunson made it so that they won two. So I, I don't know. They they have a little bit more firepower than I thought. John, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, I mean... My initial thought was no, they don't have a chance, but I'm I'm reconsidering that. I, I mean, the Suns look, they look beatable. And I know they had an injury to Booker, 
CP3 has been inconsistent, but that's all it takes for a team to take advantage of, of your weaknesses and pull off an upset. The Mavericks are playing great defense. My one X factor, and I'm curious to know if you guys are thinking who I'm thinking. Who do you think is the X factor for the Suns? Uh, DeAndre Aiden. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. That was my pick too. That's who I was. That's who I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. Because because the Mavs, they lack a little bit of size. I mean, they have Dwight Powell, but DeAndre Aiden should dominate in this series. Should. He yeah. should. Mm-hmm. And I think that that makes him the X factor because if he doesn't, the Suns could be in trouble. Right. Right. And, you know, I'm actually going to take us to the next topic here. The Warriors eliminate the Nuggets 102 to 98. I got to ask our guy JJ here, the, the resident Warrior fan. I felt like this series should have been should have been relatively simple for the Warriors. And I feel like the last game, the last two games actually showed some problems, especially with size. Do you feel a little worried about the Warriors going forward here? <sighs> yeah, I definitely feel worried. Not for the next round particularly, but for the Western Conference Finals, if we do face the Suns, where they could potentially have Aiden and Mickey on the floor at the same time, which they've done yeah. it in this round. Um, we saw that Aaron Gordon wasn't an issue for the first two games and the Nuggets and credit to Mike Malone, he made some great adjustments where they kept pounding inside the paint. Not even just with um, Jokic, but Boogie even had a resurrection last night for 19 points. Yeah. And Aaron Gordon was attacking the basket over and over again. So I've always thought the the big man or the five was an issue with the Warriors just because you can't have Draymond playing the five. Yeah. And he's the quarterback of the defense. He's our he's our free our our safety or free safety if you want to call it that. I mean, I do like Looney, but it's all matchups. It's all about matchups. So I, know, I, I am concerned. I, I'm concerned too, because even with like <laughs> we were so desperate for size that we yeah. would even throw Otto Porter in there to play at the five for like five minutes. And it's, I, I don't know. I'm worried, dude. In the next round, we're going to see either Jaron Jackson Jr., right? Or mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns. John, what do you think? It, yeah. I mean, I, I would love to reassure you two because you're both Warrior fans and try to give you some false sense of security and assur- assurance. But I completely agree with you guys. I think... If there is going to be trouble for the Warriors, it's going to be because of their lack of size. And the teams that you're going to have to play in the next round and the round after that, most likely, unless Dallas wins, is they have size. And not mm-hmm. only size, but they have capable guys that bigs that can move. They're mobile and they can, um, you know, they're, they're great off the pick and rolls and they can defend too. They're mobile bigs, which is huge, right? It's going yeah. to be harder for Steph and Poole and Clay to do what they want to do off those pick and rolls. They can't, it, it's harder to switch. Um, it's easier for the opponents to switch. So, yeah, I mean, but the Warriors have Steph, they have Clay. Those guys can get hot at any time. And if they can put it, pull, pull a stretch together where they're just ripping the net, you know, 
Yeah. And then what do they say in NBA Jam? On fire! If they can do that, <laughs> then uh, you know all bets are off. You never know, man. You never know. I, I just want to quickly mention that that I feel bad for the Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic. I mean, Nikola Jokic here, the last game, 30, 19, and 8. The game before, 37, 8, and 6. The game before, 37, 18, and 5. Like, the guy is just putting up, like, monster stats, trying to keep this team afloat. But now they're kind of stuck in, in cap hell because of Michael Porter Jr., also Jamal Murray, both injured. Nikola Jokic is, like, he might get an extension for five years, 254 million, which even puts them more like in cap hell. Like, I don't know what that team is gonna do, but I mean, mad props for Jokic for trying to keep that team afloat. I'm gonna take us to the next um, series here. The Bucks eliminate the Bulls. The Greek freak basically finished the series off without Middleton, who is actually expected to miss the second round of the playoffs, which is crazy news. And the Bucks have the task of facing this Boston Celtics team who's very frisky, very defensive. Who's going to come out on top between these two teams? Without Middleton there, you have to kind of give the slight edge to the Celtics. Ooh. But the counter is Giannis. I think Giannis is actually the best player in the league. That dude seems unstoppable. You, yeah. Do you guys think that I, Tatum did an unbelievable job on KD? He even had a few blocks on KD, which is unheard of. Do you think Tatum or not Tatum specifically, I guess, but anyone on the Celtics could contain Giannis? No, absolutely not. He's uh, he's unguardable, and uh, he's probably he's arguably the best player in the league. Jokic actually made a case for that, but Giannis is somebody that he improved his jump shot, and he's that literally was his only weakness, and his thirty-second free throw. Can I do that? that he took. <laughs> he's gonna go to the line seventeen <laughs> times, twenty times for sure. During for the sure. Celtics. Um, yeah. No, nobody can stop Giannis, and that's not the key to beating the Bucks. You have to stop everybody else. You can't let Drew Holiday go off. You certainly can't let guys like Pat Connaughton and uh, Bobby Portis is huge. I think he's the X yeah. factor for almost any series or game. But he's he's always he's hard worker. He hustles and he hits his open threes like at a crazy clip. So. To stop the Bucks, you have to stop everybody else. And Drew Holiday, I'm sorry, Chris Middleton is going to be out for the entire series, so it's going to be hard for the Bull, the Bucks, to win this. And I say that reluctantly and begrudgingly, wow. if I'm being completely uh, honest. How did Grayson Allen score 27 the last game? Crazy. Tiger <laughs> uppercut. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. But I'm I'm basically with you guys. I mean. Robert Williams did come back, but he was only playing like limited minutes. I don't know if he's like ready for the task of like facing Giannis Antetokounmpo. I want to say that the Boston Celtics are are made to win this series, though. I think they are probably the best team to go against them. Mm -hmm. um, but Giannis is still Giannis, so I I actually want to say that. Giannis is going to figure a way out. The only problem is that he's being coached by Coach Bud. Yep. <laughs> There's no other coach in the playoff 
right now. Makes me more nervous than Coach Bud. Mm, maybe Doc. Maybe Doc Rivers, actually. Either one you of know, those definitely two. Doc. This could remind me of uh, when LeBron faced that Pistons team, though. LeBron had, you know, Mike Brown, not really an uh, offensive genius. He had four future or five future Hall of Famers on the Pistons. Yeah. And LeBron won it because he was the best player out of all the players on the floor. So Giannis is going to have to pull something unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's definitely a fair point. Um, you know, before we go, we're actually going to take a short little break with a word from our sponsor. The NBA playoffs means next level basketball. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And boys, that is actually it. We That's all that we have for tonight's pod. I want to thank you two for being on. JJ, thank you, man. Hey, thank you, everybody. Uh, Sammy, I hope you're being safe in Dallas. Go Niners. <laughs> <laughs> John, thanks for being on, man. Hey, thank you. Go everybody except for the Chiefs. Just <laughs> and shout out to our video producer RJ and also shout out to everyone that's joining us on Twitch right now we really appreciate you check out our YouTube channel remember to rate subscribe and review like us on our Facebook group page the Clinic All MBA podcast and follow us on Twitter at Clinic All MBA I'm Rosa Panta this is the Clinic All MBA podcast come find us wherever you get your podcasts